Genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one oh god face at a time. <laughs> I'm Norman Mitchell. <laughs> oh god. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And joining us again today is Chris O'Connor from Teenage Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute. And Geek by Night. Hello. Hello. And also uh, Countdown to Infinity. And also Countdown to Infinity. Oh, God. (laughs) That is exactly the emotion on Theoden's face. (laughs) Yeah, poor Theoden. He's just like, oh, 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 oh. Because the explosion first happens and his face is like a dog that heard a whistle. He's like, what? 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 His head just like turns like, how did that happen? And then as the aftermath of the explosion becomes apparent... His face changes, <laughs> changes incredibly. Ah, uh, uh. oh god! Does he make that same face in Titanic? Probably. <laughs> it's been a really long time since I've seen Titanic. I haven't seen Titanic since it came out. Oh god! I, would, I, I do not have the time. I no- feel. I feel like this is a very similar situation for poor Bernard. Yeah, <laughs> the ship just hit the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> Poor old Captain Smith. Just, oh, God. (laughs) Oopsie daisy. There's water coming in. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, who could have seen that coming? It's only bigger than the ship. What? Mm. (laughs) It was foggy. You're a terrible captain. Oh, oh. He's not not (sighs) supposed to be navigating. Isn't that someone else's job? Yeah, navigator is literally someone else's job. (laughs) He does his best. No, but I mean, so, you know, it's it's all his fault. Just like just like letting the wall get blown up is his fault, right? So he, I haven't introduced the minute yet. Oh yeah, the minute. So, sorry. So today no, we're talking we're about just, minute. Just... We just went right into it. So today we're talking about minute one hundred and seventy-seven, which starts with the explosion continuing. Very nine eleven, and not to just start ends, us off in a dark place, and ends with the Urukai advancing past the breach in the deeping wall. The forlorn hope. So the explosion. There are bodies. Yeah. In it. Which flying is, through know, the air. That's right. That, you know, because it takes out like a, a 20 foot ch- chunk of the wall. So that's, uh, you know, you got to imagine each person has about a foot and a half. So there's, you know, a dozen or more people there that just go splat. Yeah. It's like 20 feet wide and 60-ish feet tall. Boom. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of force to throw those those blocks that far. That's a lot of gunpowder. Yeah. I don't know if that much gunpowder would do that. I don't... Just based on the... Because t- we only actually see two. Mm. Yeah. You, you, we don't have an idea of how many kilotons of uh, of TNT were under that, that structure. I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, it's a really basic black powder uh, weapon. And um, frankly, my... Uh, my I, didn't, I didn't consult my ballistics charts before I came here. Uh yeah, I I don't know that that's how it would have necessarily gone up, but I mean it, it would have been enough to like destroy it, damage it, take it down. It would have, it would have been like you know a hip, hiccuping kind of explosion where it kind of comes up and then crumbles. Mm. Yeah, it definitely there's definitely enough there to have destroyed the integrity of the wall and caused it 
to open. Yeah, but not necessarily but to, to send throw giant stuff. chunks like 70 feet in the air. And hun- uh, 100 feet away from the blast. Right. Yeah, yeah. So some of those rocks are just people dropping rocks in front of green screen. <laughs> and then just added back into this. <laughs> nice. Okay, guys, what are we doing today in the green screen room? We're dropping rocks. We are dropping these foam rectangles. <laughs> Trust us, it's gonna Not look it's rocks. gonna look really good when you put it all together, guys. It's gonna look really good. Uh, you know, that would be like a fun like uh bring your kid to work day activity. It's like, okay, kids, climb to the top of the gantry and then drop the giant styrofoam rock. Right? It's five times your size, but it only weighs like two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Whee! Isn't that satisfying? And then just start throwing them at each other. <laughs> Giant rock fight. I imagine that had to have happened somewhere along the way. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, I could imagine. This weighs nothing and it's gigantic. I could imagine J- Sean Bean like picking up like the styrofoam giant head ruin and like smashing somebody with it. <laughs> Boromir, smash. I said I no blue was... M&Ms. <laughs> I wish there were pictures of like. The four hobbits in costume, like, carrying a giant prop that's just made of foam. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I just imagine, I, I just imagine Sean Bean shouting, bring me the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> while trying to smash something with a big rock. And then Nicolas Cage shows up. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, if Nicolas Cage... Wouldn't it have been something if he was in this Nicolas movie? Nicolas Cage had been in The Lord of the Rings. <laughs> If he'd been Aragorn? Oh, God, no! Good God. The bees! The bees are away! The bees! <laughs> ah! Oh, no. <laughs> They're in my eyes! <laughs> now what she gotta understand? Some weird alternate universe. You know, sort of like, uh, that sort of like half-lidded, like sort of lazy-eyed kind of thing that he does sometimes, where he's just kind of like drawling, like, uh... <laughs> Him in uh, Con Air, yeah. Con Air, Nicolas Cage is, is Aragorn. <laughs> I was thinking more, uh, what's that movie called? Raising Arizona. Oh, God. Raising Arizona, Nicolas Cage. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> that's a little closer to when these movies were filmed, isn't it? I'm trying to remember oh, when Ra- that movie was Raising Arizona was like, that's from like the 80s. Is I think really? so. Or uh, early 90s. I have no conception of the Nicolas Cage timeline. The Nicolas Cage timeline. <laughs> Nicolas Cage prime timeline. Nicholas Cage alternate timeline. Like these movies, <laughs> the infinite Face Nicholas off Cage is the timeline, 90s, the in, right? The, the Nicholas Cage averse. Is Face Off? The uh, yeah, Face Off was mid nineties, and it was a couple of years after Raising Arizona. I could swear, I because hmm. I remember Raising Arizona was came out All in right, um, yeah, eighty seven, yeah. and and Face Off because I remember seeing like, ads for Face Off was like ninety three or ninety when I was a kid. This movie where you have John Travolta taking his face acting. The way Nicolas Cage would play his character, and Nicolas Cage acting the way that John Travolta would play his character. <laughs> that was so much fun. It's this really. I recently, so I recently rewatched that with. Uh, like the- I hadn't seen it in twenty years, and like we just found it on. Uh, I don't remember where where we whether we saw it on Netflix or Amazon Prime, but my father in law was like, "I haven't seen that movie," and I was like, "Let's just watch this." <laughs> <laughs> and it is so much fun. I could eat a peach for hours. Oh, man. Aragorn saying he could eat a peach for hours. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Where were oh, we? Oh, man. 
I don't even know. Uh. Explosion goes off. Body bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Including our heroes. It's raining men. It's raining men. Hallelujah. It's raining men. <laughs> Theoden is looking on. He has the... Oh, I'm gonna, shit. That's the last I'm gonna, time I badmouth Weather, Weather Daddy Saruman. <laughs> that face is the screen cap for this episode. It's yeah. so oh, funny. Oh, no. And then we cut to Aragorn. <laughs> we cut to Aragorn laying on the ground. Yes. As yeah, though Theoden yeah. can see him laying on the ground. It's like, Aragorn! Whoopsie! Oh no! And Saruman sitting back in Orthanc with the, with the Palantir is just like, oh yes. <laughs> He's just Pulling like... on his straps. He has like a, a glass of brandy. <laughs> He's like, no! he just kind of like twerking his suspenders, just like, mmm. Oh no! <laughs> Flicking the Elrin. Curse my name again, Theoden. <laughs> Do it again, Theoden. Do it again. Oh my and god. Then Theoden the barely pulls himself together. I Brace the gate! <laughs> I cannot. The safe word is lurts. I am out. Goodbye. Oh man. But yeah, regardless of the leather daddy aspect of it, you know that like yeah. Saruman was watching that on his little palantir. He's just like, ah, oh, yes, that felt good. <laughs> and then the battering ram starts coming up the causeway yeah, I through feel bad all for those, the urukai. Like, why is it just being carried the by the guys that have their ah? Uh, whatever. Like that, that. That's an aspect of like orcish warfare where whenever there's an opportunity to, you know, if they have a choice between doing something where their people can survive or doing something where they needlessly kill their own people, they will always take the second option where they needlessly kill their own people. Always. Yeah. They, they care not for the, the stuff. <laughs> you were made a week ago in a hole in the ground. Who cares? We were made less than a Whee! month ago and we're all going to die anyway. Murder toddlers. Whee! Who knows how long we have to live? Screw you, buddy. What if their lifespan's Oof. only like a month? Like they're, they're, they're like mayflies. Murder mayflies. Yeah. They they get their first kill and immediately die. Beastie. Maybe. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got a human. I got a human. Oh, oh, oh. Less satisfying than I expected. <laughs> this did not fulfill my existence. But the berserkers are like wasps and they can kill a bunch. <laughs> Tell Saruman this I isn't love all him. it was cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> now I realize we were all just bricks in the wall. <laughs> and I didn't eat my pudding. I can't have any meat. And anyway, yeah, so so the Orcish <laughs> army is just stupid. So the battering ram. The battering ram thing is so funny to me because at once the orcs are being stupid and self-sacrificial for no reason, but they're also, there's a like a three-pronged attack going yeah, on. It's very well coordinated. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you can, you can do this. This is a very coordinated strategic takedown of Helm's Deep, and yet. Yeah, they're, they're, they're these like, you know, needlessly self-sacrificing morons, but at the same time, it's like they have great command and control. There's, you know, the, the, Saruman's like sitting back in, at, at CIC and he's got like, you know, he's, he's got his walkies going. He's like, all right, go team A, go team B. All right, hold, 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 go team C. <laughs> right, they have no self-preservation, and yet their logistics is great. Maybe because they can only focus on one thing at a time. Maybe. So we're going to fight well, 
No, this because way. if you're only able to focus on one thing at a time, then you wouldn't be able to coordinate a large uh, multi-pronged attack. Well, you plan it out ahead of time, and then you get your three squads all focused on just that yeah. one thing, and then send them out, <laughs> and they go do that one thing. You have one job, and there's no inter-squad communication. And I love how, like, you know, that the uh, going up the causeway, like to that that sort of gate up there, uh, like, you know, the the they have the the turtle formation going up, like taking the arrows and you know getting hit on the flank, and and the humans are like surprised that there's a battering ram. It's like, really, guys? What did you think was going to happen? What, what was the point? They're going to just walk up to the door and be like, hello, please let us in. <laughs> right, what else would they be doing? They, they're they walking up to your front door. Would you like to buy some Girl Scout <laughs> cookies? <laughs> some Uruk Scout cookies. Uruk Scout cookies. Have you heard the good word about Nether Daddy Saruman? Oh, no. Come on out to the tower. Free reading. <laughs> there are meetings every Wednesday. <laughs> we get two cameos in this minute. Oh yeah. Yep. The Peter Jackson one is pretty obvious. He throws a spear down at the the guys that after they bring out the battery ram. Let me find the exact timestamp. You say obvious, but like that explains why it looks a little. I, it looks like it's out of no a offense, Peter Jackson, movie. but you do not cut a. Uh, he does not strike a cutting martial figure. He really doesn't. No, <laughs> it's just funny though. He has he has a cameo in every movie. Yeah, his cameo in this one I, is my, my favorite cameo is the third one. I li- I like his cameo there. That's better. <laughs> oh yeah, walking the deck of that yeah, ship. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> But yeah, that 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 causeway there, like, and you know, they're just kind of like haphazardly, like you know, little kids are tossing down some rocks and they're throwing some spears. Which don't throw the spears, man. That's that's are those are really valuable. Um, but you're gonna need that, buddy. Yeah, you um, need those. But uh, yeah, that would be a prime. That that narrow causeway would be prime burning pitch territory. And that's why they have the shields over their heads. Uh, no, because it, it'll just get a, it, it'll just wash it'll like wash over and go around, and it's going to get everybody in the legs. It'll get everybody's feet. It'll get uh, it'll get your arms. You know the shields will come down. Like uh, one of the only ways to uh, in ancient warfare to beat like the turtle formation or the shield wall is is uh, fire or or burning liquids, and like you know a small thing like a bottle of burning liquid or fire, you know it it can defeat that. But if you're pouring it off of a wall onto the formation beneath you, they're all going to die. Horribly. Especially because if their shield, their shield's metal, so it'll yeah, get it w- hot. It'll conduct the heat, you know, if it's any sort of a stick, if it's tar, if it's burning pitch and tar, then yeah, it'll, it can, it'll stick to the metal a little bit. It'll sloth off. But even then, when it sloths off, it's still burning and you're standing in it. So that doesn't, you know, you, you didn't right. win. It's like you kept it off right. your face for a moment, then your legs are burning, and then you fall on your face in it. You know, just to paint a word picture. <laughs> War! Who's yeah. who's the second cameo? Barry Osborne, one of the producers. Barry okay. Osborne? He is the man that you see by himself throwing a rock. Harry Osborne. <laughs> Barry Osborne. Barry, Barry Osborne. Brother. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Anyway. <laughs> Illegitimate twin brother. No, he's just an alternate universe, Harry Osborne. Barry Osborne. He becomes a lounge singer instead of a supervillain. <laughs> He's much cooler with Peter, not a jerk. Is the Green Goblin just his stage name? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh no, that's the name of the club that he sings at. That yeah, would be a good yeah, name. For <laughs> Even better. The Green Goblin. Here on uh, Spider-Man Minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so that one is is fifty seconds into the minute, and Peter Jackson is like forty five seconds into the minute. They, they yeah, kind so of they come, come really close to each other in this moment of oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is not a good moment for Theoden. He has that moment where he, he just realizes Yeah, it's not a good moment for anybody. It's not it's not just well, it's a good moment for the orcs. Well, you know, except for the ones that died. Right. Yeah. It's a good moment for the ones that are not dying yeah. needlessly. In the middle. The ones in the middle. The ones holding the battering ram. The They're ones that a are a couple time. of ranks back. All right, guys, mop up time. Ha-ha! I got me this plump position because my dad's a general. <laughs> Wait, they don't have dads. <laughs> Saruman likes me. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. Saruman oh think me God. pretty Urukai. Like, like, <laughs> an Urukai who gets like a, a draft deferment. I'm going to Urukai school. I don't need to be on the front line. I'm going to make the... I'm, I'm not fit for duty. I've got orcish bone spurs. <laughs> <laughs> me have flat feet <laughs> me have flat feet oh man <laughs> I don't know I just imagine them talking like cavemen even though they clearly don't they don't even talk some of them do some of them talk like poor English yeah, folk yeah. Oh, yeah, looks like meat's back on the menu boys looks like meat's back Oi, on the <laughs> Bobby, uncle check the ripper <laughs> Oi! <laughs> Bangers and mash. <laughs> that's that's a British thing. I'm sorry if we offended any of our listeners that, in the UK just you know now. What? Throw another mash. human on the Barbie. That's that's Australia. <laughs> Australians do not throw humans on the. That's bar. somewhere else. Close to New Zealand, you know? right? That's terrible. Oh, maligning our Australian brothers and sisters. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we gotta ask it like three times an episode where were we <laughs> I, I think just about done with yeah, the minute yeah honestly. I think so this is a this is this is yeah, one well, with not a lot to talk about you know what I've been checked out since like <laughs> did, did Leather Daddy Saruman kind of kind of turn you off from this conversation <laughs> <laughs> did not have the intended effect Oh man! Oh God! I want to see that art. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, commission it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I've never commissioned any art. That's not going to be the first art that I commission. Not. <laughs> That's like getting that no as your first God. tattoo. You would never do that. <laughs> you got to build up. You got to work up to it. Where on my body would I put? One, you don't want a tattoo on. artist to like judge you for this being <laughs> your first tattoo. <laughs> We're all from the website Dueling Genre. <laughs> yeah, we are. Where you can where you can find a bunch of other podcasts. They're oh so good. man! So you think anybody's still listening at this point? Not just movies. They're by all still podcasts. listening. They love us. You can find the protagonist podcast. I'm just trying to do oh, the that's outro. A good one. Doc- <laughs> Doctor's Companion. Oh, my favorite. Geek by Night. Oh, that one's so good. Actually, it's which terrible. Chris is one of the stars of. Aww. Oh yeah. He, well, yeah, that guy. Immunities. Can't believe that guy. Jesus. Mm, yep. And yep. if you want to listen to the backlog of Countdown to Infinity, go check that out. Chris is on there too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I guess and we'll keep going that. with all that the uh, new Marvel movies as they come out. Yeah. You know, obviously, uh, we got a, a long way to go before uh, Captain Marvel, but we'll we'll talk about that one when it happens too. Yeah. Woohoo! I'm really excited for Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm ready to watch Brie Larson kick ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. We hope everyone has a great Tuesday, and we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow to talk more about this battle. Bye. Bye bye.